This is Chris Hughes with the Christian Perspective Podcast with Chris Hughes, where we encourage our listeners to engage the culture with Jesus Christ. Your Chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just a few seconds. So enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening to the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. Boys and girls take warning if you go near the lake. Keep your eyes wide open and look for sneaky snakes. Welcome to the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. I say this calls for action and now nip it in the bud. Nip it. In the bud. You got to nip it in the bud. You're a brand old flag. You're a high-flying flag. And forever in peace may you wait. You're the emblem of the land I love. The home of the free and the brave. Every heart beats true under red, white, and blue. Where there's never a boast or brag. But should all Snake bit today on the Christian Car Guy show. <laughs> oh, I could tell you about being snake bit. If you've ever like headed off on some adventure that you'd like taking your wife to college, you probably understand the idea of being snake bit. Like, oh my goodness, I got a story for you. We're going to get to that in a minute, but we got to tell you that we got all kinds of neat guests on the show today. I have. Andrea Miller, as well as Butch Vernon, with Share uh, Simply the Story. Um, and they got some really cool stuff. And my good friend Jerry, my Christian body shop guy, long, long, long time friend. We got all sorts of stuff coming your way. And as always, you know, just like Sesame Street, our show is always brought to you by Hebrew Letter. And today's Hebrew Letter is the letter Hey. And, and I don't know if you've heard of that Hebrew Letter before. But it's kind of neat in that in the name of it, it is a description of what it is. So when you look out and you go, hey, <laughs> <laughs> the letter hey in Hebrew means expression. And so what an amazing thing that God expressed himself to us through his word. Like hmm. God took the time to make sure that we knew the story, so to speak, and so simply the story is the letter, hey, it all kind of comes together and I could spend a lot of time on that, but I won't because you need to know, oh my goodness, who in the world was that that was singing Sneaky Snake? That was Tom T. Hall. And you probably never heard that before. <laughs> so you might guess there's a snake involved in today's show. And then Once Bitten, Twice Shy, who could forget that song by Great White? Never thought you'd heard that on a Christian radio program. <laughs> But I'm here to expand your horizons anyway. Um, and then you're a grand old flag by McMillan McGraw. And, of course, all those things will come together. And I say, as always, I love my intro just to perplex you. Like, Robbie, how does all this fit together in today's show? Well, I, let me just begin with a little bit of my story. My daughter has got to go back to Samford University in Birmingham, Alabama. And for those of you who don't know, I live in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. And so Sunday night when she's supposed to leave on Monday morning, and we got to go through Atlanta to get there. So anybody that knows about this trip, like you do not want to be in Atlanta, Georgia at five o'clock in the afternoon. So whatever your mission may be, you don't want to be downtown Atlanta at five o'clock. 
Right, Sean? Have you ever done it? You don't want that. No, I've never done that, but it doesn't sound fun. <laughs> I'm from D.C., so I know rush hour traffic pretty bad. Oh, yeah. And so I get this call from my daughter about, might have been 6 o'clock Sunday night, saying, you know we've got to take a bed to <laughs> Birmingham, and it'll fit in the car, right? <laughs> That is a Toyota Camry. No, it's not going to fit in the car. So I, I decide, wow, I better get a U-Haul. And I actually was able to accomplish getting the U-Haul, and I knew I had a bumper, a trailer hitch on the Camry, and I was like, okay, this will be fine. Well, about 3 o'clock in the morning, Jerry, I woke up to my horror of, <laughs> oh, no, this thing is not wired for a trailer hitch. I put the hitch on it just so I could move my sailboat from one place to the other around the marina. <laughs> and so thus started the adventure of how am I going to wire this car for a trailer and even though you may be the Christian car guy does not mean you have certain skills okay I'm just saying <laughs> but I share you all the details of how I wired this car but let me just say when the U-Haul guy said you're good to go <clears throat> I was breathing a sigh of relief and by the time we got the bed loaded into the U-Haul you may have guessed that it was 11 o'clock in the morning which meant that you're going to end up downtown Atlanta <clears throat> at exactly five o'clock. <laughs> now, as this Toyota Camry has 200,000 miles on it, and I'm concerned all the way that it's going to overheat because it wasn't designed to pull a trailer. <clears throat> it's a four-cylinder. And so I'm watching the temperature gauge, and I'm watching the gauge on the dash on how hot it is outside. And as we pull into, you know, what is Death Valley, into downtown Atlanta, I'm seeing that the temperature outside is 103 degrees. At this point in time, the traffic comes to a dead stop, right? And I'm watching the heat gauge in the Toyota, and all of a sudden, there she blows. <laughs> <laughs> and now I've got to go over three lanes against people that were not very friendly, Sean. They didn't want me coming over three lanes, but my wife, she said, I I think they didn't anticipate running into a NASCAR driver at this point. But anyway, I got the car over, and there I was with the trailer behind it. And like any good Christian car guy, I didn't know, know what to do in this situation. You might be shocked. So I Googled it. I'm right there on the side of the road in downtown Atlanta. What do I do? The car's overheating. I'm downtown Atlanta. And it was genius. It was genius. I hope you've experienced this. But this is one thing I wanted to share with my listeners today. In case you're ever in this situation, <clears throat> I was snake bit, but God came through for me through Google. It said, <clears throat> do you know what to do, Jerry? I'm curious what it said to do. Put your four-way blinkers on and wait for the DOT <laughs> truck to come by and give you a hand. I'm, I'm, I'm just stabbing in the dark. <laughs> no. Oh, I, oh it, I'm sure they would have said, call Ray, Ray. Well, no, that would have been the best thing. Call Ray's Body Shop and Record Service. We'd have had a record in about uh, six hours, and uh, you would have probably been toasted in, on the side of the road. Yeah. Toasted would be a good word. <laughs> so what it said to do was turn off the air conditioner, turn the heat on full blast, right? Because when the air conditioner is putting more heat on the car, by turn on the heat, you use the radiator. I mean, the heater core is an additional radiator to get the heat off the car. So I sat there for half an hour while the thing cooled off. When it finally the gauge came down to where I could see it was safe, the traffic was somewhat. I flipped the heater on full blast. Now, my wife was thrilled about this because <laughs> it's 103 degrees, okay, without the heater. 
So the point is, like, wow, you can get snake bit out there. And when you do, you're going to need a bronze serpent or something along those lines. So here's, here's a little bit of the setup of what we're really doing today. Wanted to share that, but these folks with Simply a Story want to do a radio show. And I'm so excited. I met them at the NRB. And so we thought it would be fun to kind of pilot this idea, but we need you, the listeners, to be a big part of it. Like, your calling in today is critical to the equation, okay? So get ready to call us at 866-348-7884. They're going to share a Bible story, but your mission is to help in the discussion of it. So with that, I'm going to turn it over to Andrea to share Simply the Story. Thank you, Robbie. I'm super excited to be here. And uh, this story is, is uh, an amazing story. Uh, it starts about 39 years uh, after God has rescued the Israelites uh, from Egypt, where they were in harsh slavery under the Egyptians. And uh, the, those, uh, when they first came out of Egypt, God was going to take them into the promised land that he wanted for them. But that generation refused to go in. And so God said that those 20 years old and older would die in the wilderness. So it's been about 39 years, and most of them are almost gone, including Moses, their leader's sister, Miriam, and his brother, Aaron. So these, there's about 2 million people. Um, Moses knows he's not going in. They've been wandering the desert now almost 40 years. Uh, and God's been providing food. He's been providing manna or bread. He's provided water. He's been with them 24 hours a day, seven days a week through a cloud during the day and a fire at night. So he's always before the Israelites. And just before this story takes place, the Edomites, which are distant relatives, have told the Israelites they cannot pass through their land, which would have been a lot quicker. And this is where the story begins. Now the, this would probably be a good place to pray because I think well, it's a great place. Yeah. All right. Uh, would you like to pray? Sure. Hey, Lord, we just thank you so much for the opportunity we have to come into people's homes and cars and uh, be able to share. And, and I just pray, Lord, that you would speak to each one of us today through your word. Just guide us, direct us, encourage us, and convict us. Uh, just do what only you can do. And we just thank you for the opportunity. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. So we come back. We have Cheryl is in Port, Port Orchard, Washington. She has a poem to share, and we're going to look forward to that. But we need your call afterward. We share this story. We're going to talk about it. Get ready to call us, 866-348-7884. 866-34-TRUTH. When we come back, we're going to share the story. Snake bit. It's all here. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Boys and girls, take warning. If you go near the lake, keep your eyes wide open and look for sneaky snakes. We're talking about it today, a snake bit situation. 
on the Christian Car Guy show. We've got the folks from Simply the Story going to continue on the story of the Israelites in the desert. And But before we do that, we got Cheryl is in Port Orchard, Washington. She wants to share a poem with us. So I'm so grateful you called in, Cheryl. What you got for Hello. us? Good morning. This is Sarah this is Linda. Sarah oh, it's Sarah Linda, Linda not Cheryl. <laughs> that's okay. We have a new caller screener that does not know Sarah Linda, but that's cool. Sarah Linda. Okay. Hello, Sarah Linda. Uh, hello. This is from last week. Okay. Who was it? Okay. And it fits this week, too. Who was it beyond compare in the last 200 years? Who blessed you with their life, with their careers? Whose life would you like to share? My daughter said Grandpa Lee, and I said Great Grandpa Bob. They met together at their job. They worked in the mines, you see. We were at John's parents' home. John and I were, were newly wed. I leaned on every word John's grandpa said of how he liked to roam. He had left his family at the age of 12, did he? Adventure called on tall ships on the sea. Each word meant so much to me. They were tales my dad would tell, tales that made my heart to swell. Words from the scripture grandpa also told. Each word helped me be bold. Words give strength, love's power to be. My John's where, where my John's where it's heavenly. He's with all of those who are resting now. I'm resting, but more somehow. God's word says it won't be long. We yes, we will be with God, full of song. We will be on our way, going up. So light your lamps, light them up. Each trim their lamp, trim it up. Keep your light bright, lighten up. Praise God, we're all going up, going up. Oh, yes, going up. That's so beautiful, Cheryl. And I'm so, and I can see completely how that. I'm so glad you listened last week. I was hoping you'd, you'd call in. Oh, I, yeah, it was. I was over at the heat up here, you know, and we're not so used to it. So I was over with my oldest daughter. She, uh, her heart was, house was cooler, so that's, I couldn't get the radio there. I understand. <laughs> well, thank you so much for calling in and sharing that beautiful poem today. As always, you're, you, you're very gifted. God bless. God bless you. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, so getting back to our snake bit story, we're so grateful for Sarah Linda, as always. For those of you who don't know, Sarah Linda is in her 90s and just a, a real treasure that we've had call in many, many, mm. many times. It's it's hard to follow a poem like that. She's yeah. amazing. <laughs> yeah, she wow. is. Well, this is, this is an amazing story. You know, the Israelites, it, they traveled from Mount Hor along the Red Sea and they went a, around the land of Edom, and they became very discouraged because of having to go that way. So they spoke against the Lord, and they spoke against Moses, and they said, Did you bring us up out of Egypt to kill us? We have no food, we have no water, and we hate this worthless bread. So the Lord sent 
poisonous snakes among the Israelites, and they bit the people, and many of the Israelites died. So they went back to Moses and said, We have sinned because we've spoken against the Lord and against you. Pray to God that he would take away the snakes. And so Moses prayed for the people. And the Lord said, Make a poisonous snake, put it on a pole, And it'll happen that if anyone is bitten and they look at the snake, they will live. So Moses did that. He made a bronze serpent. He put it up on a pole and it happened that any of the Israelites that were bitten, if they looked at the snake, they lived. And that's the Bible story. It's a pretty amazing Bible story, huh? Oh, it is. One of my favorites. Really? I should ask why. (laughs) (laughs) I think because in my case, John chapter three, Um, Jesus references it and gives us a picture of what he was going to do. Yeah, that's true. And I think as we dig into this story a little bit, we're going to find out, we might get some indications of what that picture really looks like. Uh, You know, um, I just want to say, you know, they're traveling. They've been 39 years in the desert or approximately 39 years They've been eating the same food over and over. Can you just imagine how the Israelites might be feeling? What do you think they might be feeling? Overheated. <laughs> like the car. <laughs> and they're letting off steam. Is that it? <laughs> well, you know, because I can relate to this right this minute, I'm going, yeah. Like when you're, the, the desert's hot, man. Mm-hmm. And you're hot and you're tired and you're frustrated. And, you know, you're ready to go off. And so, unfortunately, who are you going to go off on? I mean, mm. you know, this was mm. his idea. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and and so, man, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I kind of see him being, uh, you know, they're, they're on a basically a death march waiting for those people who refuse to go in to, to pass away before they can go into the promised land. And I can only imagine what it was like every time you walk by someplace, you go, oh, Uncle Ben died there, Aunt Sally died there. You know, just that, uh, that morbidity mm. that settled in. Yeah, it's hitting close to home. Even with Moses, his sister and his brother have passed away now, and he knows he's not going in. And they're traveling from Mount Hor along the Red Sea, and they, they went around the land of Edom, and they're discouraged. And, so, yeah, yeah, we want to encourage you, if you're listening, like, how about you? Have you been discouraged? Have you felt snake bit? Like before the snakes came into the scene. Before, you know, you're just overheated. You're hungry. You've been eating the same food. You know, however that works out. Share with us. We would love to hear from you. 866-348-7884. 866-34-TRUTH. When we come back, we're going to have a lot more of this story. Snake bit. Snake bit. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Boys and girls, take warning. If you go near the lake, keep your eyes wide open and look for sneaky snakes. Nip, nip, nip this right in the butt. 
We're talking about it. We're talking about it today. <laughs> we sure are on the Christian Car Guy show. Snake Bit. Today, we're talking with the folks at Simply the Story. And I should tell you there, if you go to ChristianCarGuy.com, you know, they do these stories wonderfully around the world and share this information. It's a discipling tool. It's unbelievable. And they got all kinds of workshops coming up and ways that you can link with them all there at ChristianCarGuy.com. And I also need to tell you that today coming up at 1 o'clock is The Cure with Amy Cabo. And she's going to have... Um, a whole segment on saving our children, human sex trafficking with Kat Rosenblatt. So, you know, we do that all the time with Land and Rescue, but this is an opportunity for you to call in and share with her today at 1 o'clock on The Cure with Boris and Amy. How fun is that? <laughs> so getting back when we left our heroes, they were in the desert. Their shoes hadn't worn out, as I recall. <laughs> However, at this point in time, they could have used some snake chaps. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, with the, the questions that, that, that we were pondering, like put yourself in this position mm -hmm. and how do you feel? And we want you to call in and share, you know, just think about this. How would you feel? 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. So as you hear these questions that Andrea Butcher are going to share, the idea is for you to engage like in this story, maybe in a way you never have before, and think about what she's talking about, and then call us and share. Yeah, I'd love to hear some of your thoughts on these questions. You know, the people did speak against the Lord and against Moses, saying, did you bring us up out of the uh, Egypt to kill us in the desert? And I'm just thinking, what might they have been able to do differently besides speak against God and against Moses? Has, has God not been providing for them? You know, it, it almost seems just the way they phrase that question, hmm. that they're looking back at Egypt as, as something they missed out on, right? And, and so you got to kind of wonder, where would they have gotten that information, right? Who, who, is, who is giving them this grand idea of, of Egypt and not reminding them of God's, you'd said earlier, daily blessing? Right, mm -hmm. the the bread and he's provided water and his presence is there every day, so I just find that interesting. Yeah, you you make a great point. They were snake bit before they got snake bit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean that was part of the stinking thinking that was going on there. Is they were listening to lies, mm. and they had swallowed them, so to speak. Right. Oh yeah, and they're even saying we have no bread and we have no water and we hate this worthless bread but wait a second they have no bread and water and they hate this bread i'm wondering if that bread has sustained them for a while <laughs> yeah we're talking about stuff manna mm -hmm. right manna. And this is the stuff that they would put in the ark of the testimony and man they would wish they had it later i believe me and <laughs> oh, who, yeah. who sitting here wouldn't love to taste it oh yeah and yet what what might we learn about the Israelites from the way they're talking to God and to Moses? Anything? What might we learn about them? Come on. Somebody's got to call us. 866-348-7884. You can be courageous and call because, you know, you could really make an impact with what your thoughts are on this. And I can just tell you, from my perspective, 
They're a lot like me. (laughs) (laughs) I'll raise my hand to that, too. They're a lot like you. They're a lot like me, too. (laughs) That was uncalled for, but well played. Uh, (laughs) They are. Jerry? You know, just we're telling the story and thinking about it. Robbie, you're right. I mean, it is. What has changed? I mean, one thing that has changed very little over the course of time is human nature. Mm. And we all will sort of drift back into, okay, we forget how bad something Mm. was in our life, but it's something we were familiar with. So sometimes it's safer in your mind to go back to what you're familiar with, because really what they were doing now was continuing on on a promise. Mm. And so they're they're not very, very little has changed because very little from change with me as far as that goes and when i read the bible it's it's just amazing when scripture you read a story in the bible or, or how god is speaking through through moses or in the old testament or or in the new testament the gospel and stuff and you you can read it and when you read it from the perspective of just reading that historical event you're thinking how you know how foolish were they how mm-hmm. narrow-minded were they how did they not understand the grace of jesus christ right? yeah but then mm-hmm. all of a sudden when we read it and we kind of put ourselves in there that those words are directed to to me today, then it just changes yeah. that whole narrative. I would never speak against my pastor, would you, John? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> None of us have, have we? Okay. Uh, <laughs> hands down, everybody. Hands down. <laughs> yeah. You know, and that's, that's the thing. I mean, right now, I mean, it's a perfect example of what we're going through in in our society right now with the, the with all the masks the, the mask and the the vaccinations and the church this church is feels comfortable opening this other church doesn't feel comfortable and we see that satan's using that to pull the church mm. apart and it's the same thing i mean that the israelites were doing because really satan wanted to see them at odds against each other mm. and against the leadership because Leadership was making decisions best they could through the guy, you know, God was guiding them through that. But then the people were just hearing it from their ears and they were processing it and allowing Satan to get in there. And I think that's really what we're in so many ways. That's what we're living through right now. And and it isn't just a coronavirus. It's also the social issues that we're living in. And, you know, it's, it's kind of frightening. But when we put ourselves in the scripture that that scripture you know, it's a living Bible. It's it's speaking to us directly today. Mm-hmm. When we inject it and read it that way, it changes the scripture for me. I mean, completely. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, thank you for sharing that. It's it's so easy to complain, but. All right, we got lots of people calling in, all sorts of courageous folks. So we got Trey is in Winston Salem. Trey, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning, Robbie. How you doing? I'm excited that you called in today. So what do you think? Hey, man. Well, my thoughts is I want to tell people, you know, the the snake bites usually come in my my personal experience because I've I've, I've, I've been bit many times. Um, It comes from non-regenerated people in the the faith to very weak Christians. Mm. Uh, Usually you'll find that uh, mature, spiritually mature people, you know, they won't get on that level to do that. Um, and you also find that those that usually snake bite are very vocal, uh, very 
uh, kind of dominant in their conversations or try to be. Uh, and, and usually I feel like it's, um, I don't know the psychological term for it, but to me it seems like they're uh, kind of ignorant, so they use their voice of loudness to try to cover up their ignorance in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but I wanted to encourage people today, you know, if you get snake bit, because, you know, we are in the times to do that, you know, to look past the people, look through people and see God, mm-hmm. um, you know, to stay focused and keep your head on your shoulders and just keep on moving, just shake your dust off your feet and just keep going. There you go. You know, well, and, uh, well, you know, you. And, and that's what we got to do. That is yeah. awesome, Trey. God bless you. I appreciate you calling. That was courageous. Thank you, man. Talk Amen. to you soon. All right. Yes, Amen. Yes. Bye-bye. All right. We got um, Fall. Oh, one of my favorites. Fall is in Greensboro. Not that Trey isn't one of my favorites. He is. But Fall. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning. No, it's, it's Fail. <laughs> no wonder. See, it's, it's Cheryl Linda and Fail. I can't read. See, I'm getting old, Fail. I'm so sorry. <laughs> It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did. It's okay. Uh, I was thinking about in the story when they were complaining against God, and the Bible always tells us that out of the mouth speaketh what's in the heart. Mm-hmm. And they would they would be they were just being who they are, people. Mm-hmm. And we've all, we all we all do it. And sometimes we hide what we say, what we're thinking, <laughs> but eventually, no. yeah. <laughs> but eventually, it comes out of the mouth. No oh, man. But it also shows that we are so ungrateful. Mm. We always say, "Okay, God, you gave me this, but, mm. but," and that's where the Israelites were. Mm-hmm. They were being fed. They had. Stand on their on their feet, but they were still ungrateful. Ah, I, I fail. And God gave us right. food. <clears throat> he gave us food. Well, that's it. <laughs> oh, it's awesome. Well, fail. I am so grateful again that you called in. I hadn't talked to you in a while, so I'm really glad you called I in know. today. Um, I know. We will talk soon. When we come back, we got Monica, we got Linda, we got all sorts of folks. So stay tuned. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Boys and girls, take warning. If you go near the lake, keep your eyes wide open and look for sneaky snakes. Snake bit today on the Christian Car Guy show is we're talking about the story of Moses in the desert. Your thoughts are welcome and actually would greatly appreciated if if you would call with your thoughts on the story of the of the Israelites in the desert as they were speaking against Moses and against God. And the next thing you know, in came the poisonous snakes. And we've got Monica uh, and Linda still that we haven't got to. So we're going to go with Linda is in Hennet. I've never heard of Hennett, but where is Hennett? Linda? <laughs> Hi. Hi, Andrea. Hi, Butch. How are you? Hey, Linda. We're doing great. Thanks for calling. What's oh, on your mind? I wouldn't miss it. 
I have a couple of observations. Um, one is that all of those who from 20 years old and up were going to die. So that means the ones that are left over are 60 years old, mm-hmm. between 40 and 60, mm-hmm. who who have any memory of that. And so I, I, I just like little facts like that. But the other thing <laughs> is um, that the, the Israelites wanted Moses and God to take the snakes away. Mm. But God didn't do that. He did something different. And the snakes are still there. So um, why does that strike you? Because um, I was, well, I was going into application, and maybe you're not ready for that. So, um, but sometimes when we get to ask God to do something, but he does it, but he does it in a totally different way. Mm. It's true. It's true. Thank you for sharing, Linda. We appreciate that. That is awesome. I appreciate it, but I still got to know, where's Hennett? (laughs) It's in the boondocks. (laughs) Of what state? California. Oh, Hennett, California. That's awesome. Well, we're so grateful you called in today. God bless. Thanks. Thank you. Bye-bye. And then we have, oh, and I just, believe it or not, cut off Monica rather than Linda, but that's okay. I've not unlike me to do that, hit the wrong button, so maybe Monica, I'm sure she'll call back. Yeah, we um, hope to hear from Monica again. So, moving on, we need your calls, 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. You know, it's interesting, something that Linda brought up, the Israelites asked for Moses to pray to God to take the snakes away, and God didn't. I mean, do, do you think, I mean, they said we've sinned against uh We've sinned against God and against you, prayed that God would take away the snakes. I mean, what would you expect God to do in this situation? I mean. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you would expect, you know, like, okay, good. No snakes. Like, who wants snakes? We've prayed. You've prayed. God, take the snakes away. I mean, does this happen in today's life where people are praying? I think I've been praying they'd take the snake away for a long time. Mm. And that snake is still there and very capable of biting. Mm. <laughs> so not only does he not take away the snake, he doesn't take away its ability to inflict its punishment, hmm. right? Wonder, wonder what God might be teaching the Israelites through all this. Have any hmm. ideas? This is where I call on Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry had some great <laughs> input before. Uh, you know, Wow put on the spot but yeah i think i think it's just teaching i mean that's it just teach as you said earlier sometimes we pray and god doesn't answer that prayer the way we see fit Mm. or the way we think is the best way but god does answer our prayers Mm -hmm. and it may be something that we never even see on this side of heaven but god does answer prayers and and what he teaches us is to completely trust him and trust his direction and you know, on this life journey, uh, there's going to be pitfalls. There's going to be plenty of snakes like on our, in our path. Good, good play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that was well done. There's pitfalls. There you go. I, I got something for you as I was thinking about this. Okay. Um, God is like the master artist, and he's painting a picture the whole time, right? He, he isn't just allowing shenanigans for no good reason. He, he wants to paint us a picture of something that is way bigger, in my opinion, than um, what's going on here. Mm. 
that would be available for us for you know the rest of eternity to think back to um, what really um, he's capable of when we fall in that pitfall. Yeah, and it also, you know, with, with God, every stroke has a purpose, just like with a painter. I mean, every stroke has a purpose. Mm. I can stroke. I, mean, I can take a canvas. I can stroke. It may, there's no purpose. Right. But there, there's definitely some, some, some purpose in what he's doing here because he's painting something clearly Jesus uses later mm-hmm. and, um, and, and it's a very precious insight for me. Oh, yeah, and we're definitely going to get into that, I believe, in the next hour, for sure. Um, We have, it's just an amazing thing. I've always wondered, you know, God could have wiped the the Israelites out immediately for their complaining. I mean, they've had how much experience with the Lord? Uh, Yeah. uh, 39 years, at least. Yeah. And he doesn't. He sends these poisonous snakes. And I'm just curious... By sending poisonous snakes, do you find that maybe merciful, mean? How do you how do you see that right now? Well, we have James. He's oh. in Greenville, South Carolina. So James, maybe you got an answer for us. James, what you think? Um, it's actually Joan. I'm sorry. It's just my day. Whether it's fall <laughs> or <laughs> Sarah Lemon, okay. it's it's Joan. Yeah, okay. Had probably saying I think his name was Fail. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I okay. failed again, but it's okay, Joe. Go ahead. <laughs> he hit the nail on the head. It's un- unthankfulness. Mm. When we're thankful, we can't be complaining. Mm. When we're truly thankful, we cannot complain in the same breath. Mm. They wow. got. To, they they took their focus off of thanking God for what they had and concentrated on what they didn't have. Mm. Mm. That's really yeah. good. Yeah. I- I've heard you can't kill a grateful heart. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, that's good. That's a good one. Uh, a good that's friend a of good mine, one. Danny. He's how all these sayings, you know, and he uses that one. And it's a very, it's 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 very poignant right there. So absolutely, Joan. Mm-hmm. And I'm so. And the, as, as a side note, when we're thankful for the pain that we go through in life, mm. God knows that we trust Him for everything. Mm. That, you had to throw that in there, I didn't you? That. <laughs> I have done that in my life, and it is so amazing yeah. how he works when we can just, you don't have to understand what why you're being thankful. You do, we're just told to be thankful in everything, yeah. mm. in everything, including snake bites and pain. That's such wisdom, Joan, really, to be thankful for the well, pain. Of course, that's... I have learned it. I'm only, I'm only 66. <laughs> it took me a while to learn that, mm. yeah. but, but it, it has worked in my life. I have Anytime I've had pain, I've just stopped and, be, and thank God for it, mm. not knowing why I'm thanking Him for it. Mm. Maybe not even feeling that thankful at the time, mm. but it puts everything in perspective. Oh, yes, it does. Are you listening to his radio down there in, in yes, Greenville? Yes. Well, thank you, Joan, so much thank for calling in. Very courageous. And I will get your name right the next time. I hope. Okay. <laughs> this is my second time to call. So I'll, I'll be calling. Thanks, Joan. Bless you. God bless. All right. Well, for those of you who are listening on the Truth Network, we're going to continue this discussion on the Kingdom Pursuits as we are simply storying. But also, I want to mention to you, as always, you can go to ChristianCarGuy.com. There you can find out more about the Jesus Labor Love, car repair labor for single moms, widows, and families in crisis. And my newest podcast series, which is Hidden Treasures, the 119th Psalm, continues. Oh, so much fun. And, you know, I just want to thank you. 
what you're listening means so much to me. Your calls today mean so much to me, even though we've struggled with the names a little bit, but <laughs> we're, we're going to get there. So thank you for listening, and thank you, Jerry. It's always great, and for Butch and Andrea with Simply the Story. It's all there. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. This is The Truth Network.